this next episode is the first in a series that I'm going to do with a really recent alum named Kelsey. She recently graduated from our program here at Eastern Michigan University as a sport performance and fitness entrepreneurship major. She spent a lot of time during her program coaching on the side, assisting, interning informally with strength and conditioning, with CrossFit, with general fitness, really before she even graduated. And one of the great things about that is we know time and time again that students and individuals who do that while they're in an educational experience, whether it's an actual academic program, like a major related to sport performance or kinesiology, exercise science, or even if it's someone who's just studying on their own uh, through an online program or studying to take, you know, a personal training exam, having that hands-on experience while you're going through the actual academic part of the learning is really an invaluable combination. And what having that hands-on experience and opportunity provides you In addition to the application environment of what you're learning, the really big thing is connections. It's a network. A textbook can't give you those connections as well as just sending a text, a direct message, an email saying, hey, can I come and watch? Can I come help? Can I come volunteer? Is there any part-time positions or are there any part-time positions available? And that's one of the great things Kelsey did. So in several episodes coming up here in the happy hour, I'm going to be speaking with Kelsey, and in this particular one I've got right here, this is her story. It's her introduction of basically how she went in a year, essentially, from a student sitting in the classroom taking her last semester of classes in the sport performance major to being the strength and conditioning coach at a local high school. I hope you enjoy. Okay, now we're actually recording. (laughs) All right, I'm here with Kelsey. She's one of our really recent alums here from Eastern Michigan University in the sport performance and fitness entrepreneurship major. And she's going to be doing a series of podcasts with us. But this first one is just to get a little bit um, of an understanding of who she is and kind of talk about the last year of her life. Because in this last year, she has gone from a just regular spiffy student to senior to an intern, to a graduate, to employed. And so we're going to dive into a bit of that process. But first of all, Kelsey, can you tell us just the basic rundown of who you are right now and what's your title right now and where you're at? Okay, so my name is Kelsey Akmudi, and I'm currently the head of strength and conditioning at Lincoln High School. Um, Lincoln is part of the Ypsilanti School District, so we're just south of Ipsy, about 20 minutes from the Eastern's campus. And I started there as um, kind of working as an assistant or an intern back in July of 2017. I was still a student at Eastern and still had about a year and a half left of school. Um, so I was there. So I've been at Lincoln for about a year and a half now. And I officially graduated from Eastern in December, this past December, so December of 2018. Cool. All right. So take us to a year ago. So right now it's it's January 2018. So we'll just put, the, put our date out there. Or 2019. 19. Sorry. <laughs> it's 19. So a year ago in January yes. 2018, you were still to, you were in your last semester of classes. Do you remember any of those last semester of classes you had? 
Oh my god. That literally feels like so <laughs> long was, ago, but it was only a year. year. That's crazy. But anyway, um, she was in classes. I'm not gonna look up her transcript. We could probably There was a lot of figure like, out. I was at the College of Business a lot. Okay, so. so she was finished finishing up her business minors. She was taking her senior level spiffy classes. So like all of our four hundred level ones. Yes. Um here at EMU. So in the same spots that all of you are that are listening to this, and in addition to finishing up all your coursework, what were you doing? So I know you said that, you just said now that you've been an assistant um, in strength and conditioning at Lincoln High School. So were you just kind of like helping the current strength coach? Um, Were you like, I know you were working for a local gym as well. So kind of tell us, what were you doing to be involved, I guess, in fitness and strength parallel with taking Mm -hmm. classes? So that was a big lead up to you actually getting. Yes, definitely. So that first um, when I first started in July, there was a little bit of shadowing going on below um, the strength, the head of the strength and conditioning at Lincoln. And then eventually they transitioned over into me running most of the stuff. Um, Again, working through that gym. So the school hired the gym to bring me in to work as the strength coach. Um, Me and the owner of the gym kind of worked hand in hand for most of that first couple months that I was there just to kind of get me started because he didn't want me to have to take over so much stuff while also being a student at the same time um that was definitely really good because I got to learn from him but also like have a smoother transition and have someone else to lean on when I did get really busy with schoolwork um but slowly over the next couple months after that beginning I took over more and more stuff as the year went on so about so a year ago last January I was pretty much working on my own there um So my boss would kind of sit at home, check in with me. He would write some of the programs and I would be the face of the strength program at Lincoln. So I'd be the ones that the kids would see every day. I was the one that made the adjustments to the workouts when things didn't work. I was the one that programmed like the the recovery stuff, warm ups and everything along those lines. Um, And then last summer is when I kind of started taking over into creating my own programming and kind of my own flow of things in the weight room yeah and so so last winter um was kelsey's last semester of classes mm-hmm. and then she did her sport performance eastern internship at lincoln high school mm-hmm. strength and conditioning. so she on our end even though she's kind of doing the same thing just more <laughs> at the high school like by now doing her own programming and um kind of being more than just the face of it mm-hmm. i guess kind of being she was intern on our end, and that's one of the examples of how we are okay, um, where if you have some previous experience at a certain location, if you're adding on to what you're doing already, um, it makes sense for you to continue on as an intern officially for your internship credits. So um, can you kind of go over what were some of the changes that happened over that summer? Okay. So I know you, they added in a software system that they used and then some major money that the district came into because of a bond vote yes so that was kind of the big deal leading into the summer we got word that we were going to have a new bond that was going to pass and ideas of creating a brand new weight room um returfing the football field building an indoor facility those were all kind of like ideas and talks at the time but we were shooting on having that done by the end of the summer and getting it on the ballot in August, I do believe. So I was transitioning from going to class every day and then also coaching to having to just fully coach and then have to reflect on that and report that in my internship to my professor at the time. So it was really neat to like have to reflect on those things every day and um, 
really use what I learned in the classes into the programming over the summer. So yeah, like you said, we adapted, we went with a brand that creates programming for us and it was an app so the kids can have the app on their phone. It calculates all their percentages from their maxes on the phone and they can just look at the app to calculate everything and look for the workouts and stuff like that. So that kind of, that took some stuff off of my shoulders so I wasn't having to write the programming. I could still like focus on the schoolwork and the internship and stuff that I was in the middle of doing. Mm -hmm. So at the end of summer, so the um, community voted, there's an August vote and the bond passed. So do you remember what the amount was? So the bond is five million for athletics. So this doesn't happen in in a school (laughs) setting. This is, you're very lucky if you tend to be in a school when this happens. So a $5 million athletic bond was passed by the community. So that tends to say like the community (laughs) is fairly favorable towards athletics and towards um, development of athletic types of facilities. So Kelsey was really lucky to already be in that role. And then, so you knew that bond was passed now. So then once you came into the fall, um, you were done with, technically done with your internship. You completed um, all of your hours in like late summer, early fall. Um, So you walked or you didn't walk, but you were officially a December graduate. So pretty much wipe your hands of Easter and EMU, <laughs> focusing on what's next in your life. Um, what were some of the big questions that you had for yourself when you were hitting, like, you knew your internship was done, you knew, like, the graduation was oh just, like, <clears throat> it would happen, you met all your requirements, like, what went through your head then? I think that was definitely a big transition phase for me. I did a lot of reflecting on back like what were my hopes and dreams before I started as a strength coach like I always knew I wanted to be a high school coach I got lucky because I got set up with it before I graduated so what was I going to do with the position that I was in um when I first started I had all these ideas and I was like changing things up a lot and like trying to like do everything at once and then I had to like really step back and reflect and um allow things to kind of play out one at a time so that I could build like um a gradual increase of performance through the kids, not this big up and down of things. So, What were some of the things you want in your hodgepodge um, you wanted at first? It was like, I want structure, I want order, I want kids to listen, I want them to obey rules. <laughs> um, you warm up at this time, you do this, and kids do not pick up on things like that right off the bat. It took a lot of like reinforcing and like reminding, like if you're late, if we shut the doors, you're not in the weight room. Mm-hmm. And after a while, they kind of learned and they were in there on time. The flow of the weight room worked a lot better. The kids learned the movements and they kind of memorized them. They started helping each other out. So just the overall flow of the weight room wasn't so much, coach, what are we doing, to more of them just doing it, running on autopilot mm-hmm. on their own. And you being able to actually coach the movement. Yes. And, like, one of the things I know you're really good at in your role and why the kids, like, Kelsey's, um, and I guess she's been there technically for a year and a half from her start as an assistant through now, mm-hmm. but... Um, that I've heard not only from her ED, but also just from parents and kids is like, she is really, really good on the behavioral side of coaching as well. And like, she takes time to get to know the kids. They trust her, um, on her social media or she runs a social media account for splitter strength. Um, so you can see kids like enjoying themselves (laughs) actually while they're in the process of getting strong and becoming more athletic, athletic individuals. So she does a really good job with that. And that's one of those things that she kind of had to, it sounds like she had to like kind of devise her own way. It took a while. (laughs) Figure out how she wanted them to get the things done. She needed them to get done safely, effectively, 
but then also have her or have them trust her. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I think she's, that's worked pretty well. So, um, in terms of what you wanted to do, like bigger picture, like with your life, <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you finish your, um, when you were done with the school part, done with Eastern, mm-hmm. done with the internship, you liked being the strength coach. Like this is the job you wanted. You were for, you said you were fortunate to be able to kind of get into it in an assistant role at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, what were those big questions? Did you ever consider leaving, like not I doing did. strength and conditioning, getting like a quote real <laughs> job? So, you know, like, yeah. I mean, what she's yes. doing now, of course, is a real I got job, that. but like, does it mean like, cause you're graduating, you leave and go do something else somewhere else. Do you, like you were working also like at a local gym too, like coaching yes. a couple classes and subbing, I think too there. Um, was it, you know, do you stick with them as a private entity versus the school as a public entity mm-hmm. you work for? What were some of those transitional thoughts? So it was, yeah, yes, all the above. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of, I guess when I got done with school, I didn't realize that I would have this like moment of, wow, I can do whatever I want now. Like school isn't holding me back. I can move to wherever I want. I can work any job. So it was really it was really interesting to just kind of like see what my true passion was and where I really wanted to be at. And at the end of the day, the kids that I coach are just amazing. And they're some of my best friends. They're the coolest people I've ever met. And I couldn't see myself anywhere else besides just working with high school kids and just creating not only like a brand for myself, but just like really helping the school build up its athletic program and helping be the backbone to that. Um, questions that the athletic director came to me and asked were about the same things that you just asked me. What are my plans? Um, am I going to be at the school for a while? Can they really rely on me? And he also presented me with the opportunity of being hired through the school almost as an independent contractor instead of working through this local gym. Mm-hmm. Um, making that switch and that transition was probably one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. Having to walk away from a gym that I'd been a part of for a while and like really um, created a family there, but having to step up and be an independent contractor just because I knew that that's what was going to be best for me um, allowed me to not really have a ceiling anymore. I was my own ceiling and I worked directly with the athletic director instead of with a third party. Um, As soon as I made that change, it was, it's a long process that I'm actually still trying to finish up, but (laughs) as soon as I made that decision to um, step out from underneath the gym and work out work on my own a lot of things have changed and I've seen a lot of um, just like crazy fast um, changes and improvements um, with the bond and with um, the structure of the weight room and how I've chosen to change things and create more of a brand for myself mm-hmm. rather than working underneath a brand <clears throat> so that's a kind of an important thing so a lot of a lot of us myself included like, it's kind of like, do you want to work for yourself? Do you want to work for somebody else? Do you mm-hmm. want to do a little bit of both at the same time so you get the best of both worlds? And I think that's that's a big question, and it's almost like a, I think for some, maybe a transitional step. I think a lot of us are going to work for someone or for our whole lives, and that's okay. A lot of us know we don't want us. In one class, someone said, like, I never want to work for someone else ever. <laughs> So we're like, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to make sure you're prepared to, like, do all this <laughs> on your own. There's a lot, there's, there's a lot more risk. Yes. Yeah. And so that's one of the things to keep in mind is why I keep emphasizing, okay, you're done with Eastern. Wipe your hands. Like, in college, like, you kind of have this little protective bubble of a plan of study. And you Definitely. have, you know, your internship. And if you screw up really bad, you're technically still a student. And <laughs> it's okay. 
so she's done with that now and then so she was in this kind of space in the fall where she's done with school she was still working under a con the contract that the gym had with the school district which is a great idea a lot of yes districts and a lot of or a lot of gyms I would say private entities are finding some really great ways to positively like impact more lives of young adults if they don't have a strength coach in the school to cut it, get a contract with the school district and so I think that was a really good move by that local gym and on Kelsey's side to articulate at the beginning like hey I want to work with high school kids can I be a part of this contract you have? So that was really good. That contract came to an end um, in late fall. And so Kelsey, one of the things that she did is she mentioned a couple times making a brand for herself. Like she made an LLC for herself and basically pitched herself as the the new contract. Mm -hmm. And it's instead of being under, again, like this um, bubble or like this comfort zone or this protective layer of another <laughs> business not protected anymore she's now in the business of kelsey so um which which presents some risk right There's, definitely what are some of the risky things and scary things that again i know you just started this in your the beginning stages what are some of the scary things or risk things that are on your mind right now um i guess like the big thing is just not having that person, yeah, the security blanket, not being like, hey, something isn't working, going to that person and asking for their advice and their help instead. It's like if something's not working, it's my fault, mm -hmm. and it's my responsibility to do something about it. Um, another thing was I never, like, wrote my own, like, professional contract. Like, I didn't really know how to set that up the best way, the most efficient way. I I'd never like set up a proper invoice and like having mm -hmm. to go what was it whatever the state website is and create an LLC and like um do that stuff and now I'm in the process of opening up like a business banking account and just trying to like get everything set up properly mm -hmm. so that it can run more efficiently um so it's definitely a lot of like I wish I learned this in my business classes mm -hmm. <laughs> like and stuff like that and so. those are all things that like I mean you're doing you're doing them you're figuring them out yes right you know and think these are more for your personal end of like mm -hmm. the business bank accounts so that like no you're <laughs> not your paycheck goes into your business you know yes. not just like your personal checking account or whatever <laughs> um and it's those are those are some of the important things to know when you kind of move out from into a little bit more of on your own and the nice thing too is like you're in charge of everything in the weight room you have a little bit of a protective bubble because you're not in charge of the whole athletic department. Yes, or this definitely. So you, like, Thank you, the Lord. <laughs> you're not your own boss. Like you still have a boss technically. Yes. And so it's yeah. this kind of unique, but a good in-between world that I think a lot of fitness professionals are going to start out in. They'll work for someone mm -hmm. else. Then they'll kind of start their own side hustle. So I would say you're in side hustle mode right now. Yes. Where like, but your whole life is kind of, you, you need to work <laughs> another job too. You work at a coffee shop. Too, yes. Obviously. So like she's got okay, a few jobs. <laughs> And which is normal. We see that in fitness a lot. So anyway, so she's now the business of Kelsey, basically. she The school hired her, of course. And part of... Why do you think the school chose to hire you? I um, kind of mentioned it, but like... Well, the athletic director said... To brag, brag a <laughs> if, little bit. If we were to go with anywhere else, go... If we were to hire anyone besides Kelsey, there would be a riot and kids <laughs> would stop playing sports. That was pretty much how he said it. Um, I've definitely... Well, Lincoln got very... They weren't very lucky with their past strength coaches they had a lot of people filter in and out um, a lot of interns come and go and quit so the kids definitely felt like people were giving up on them I was the first strength coach to stay a full year mm -hmm. 
Um, and they always tease, like, oh, when are you going to leave us, coach? And I'm like, I promise, I'll never leave you. Um, well, you're going to leave. Maybe, well, maybe eventually. <laughs> the ones that are but currently in gone. school. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll be gone. Um, but definitely making, just, like, making sure I was seen in public. Like, I would show up to their sporting events. I would maybe, like, bring them a snack at a tournament or something like that. Just to just have more, like, facial recognition. It was, like, my form of advertising, it I is. guess you could think. Mm-hmm. So, like parents might see me talking to their kids like oh who was that they're like oh it's our strength coach and then like the kids will go on and just say like oh yeah we have a lot of fun in the weight room we have a lot of dance parties but we also like have accomplished yeah. a lot of goals so having I think having Lincoln Lincoln High School is a good place for me anyways because they have such a family community aspect to them anyways mm-hmm. so I just kind of fit right in there um, having a good athletic director and assistant athletic director that really believed in me and they really enjoyed my presence and we all got along we kind of think the same way we set goals in the same way um, so we all kind of just jive together very well so that was definitely helpful for me because then they were the ones that were pushing on the other end to make sure that I stayed at the school and that and that the district hired you. yes yeah. And a lot of the, a lot of my athletes' parents were actually on the school board also, so they, yeah, I got lucky there too. <laughs> Having friends in the right places yes. always important. But yeah, you mentioned um, like marketing, but yeah, that's so true. Like you in this position now, not working for another gym on a contract, you working on your own contract yes. as it as independent with the district. All of that work that you put in as an assistant in that other contract that essentially was how you marketed yourself just mm-hmm. by being present. It's the work that you did. It's showing up, like doing the, the job that was on your job description, of yes. course, but like she did above and beyond that and things that made a difference with kids and made a difference with parents. And like, if you're in a school type setting, that's, that's your currency. That's your Definitely. goal. You know, it's different. It's different in a, maybe a professional sport performance setting. Um, but in the setting she was in, she was really able to recognize that's the currency she needed to get hired now as an independent contractor. So anyway, so present day, um, <laughs> 2019, <laughs> 2019. So she's working for the district as an independent contractor in strength and conditioning. Um, they have a $5 million bond that was passed in August. They're basically working on the strength and conditioning or what Kelsey's working on is the strength and conditioning part of what this bond is going to do and what's the bond going to change. So can you, we'll go into more depth on this later, but give us a kind of short summary. What is going to be changing for strength and conditioning at, at uh, um, Lincoln High School? Okay. So we have a lot of big things changing for Lincoln. Um, Big one for me and what I do is we are getting a brand new weight room. Yay, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to see our current weight room, which you probably will, it's not the most efficient in the setup and the layout, and it kind of drives me crazy every day. But we got lucky. Um, we're going to be moving across the hallway to the band room. So it's still an existing room. It's a little bit bigger, um, better layout, more better access to like the outdoors and the locker rooms and stuff like that. So we're going to be... Um, purchasing new equipment to fill that room. Um, Athletic offices are going to be moving down to be a part of that weight room so we can have all the athletics kind of in one room. Um, We're also going to be like turfing the football fields, eventually creating brand new baseball softball fields, different layouts. Um, We're going to be building an indoor facility which is going to have a full indoor track in it 
indoor turf so we can do some indoor practices. There's going to be kind of like a community weight room for um, community members to go and work out at, um, new locker rooms, all the above. Lots of new shiny things. <laughs> so lots of like really great stuff and a great yes. time to, of course, be a part of. I mean, for anybody, if any money is going to be influxed into a organization of any kind, it's a really exciting time to be a part of it because that means you get to be a part of the change. So yes. um, Kelsey and I talk about a lot of the things she did already, but I'm going to have her maybe pick like the biggest three things she's had to do in the last few months since this bond was passed in terms of getting some of these plans going. So if you, so maybe what are some of the biggest three steps you've had to go through and figure out because these are all things that like even though we want to teach you as much as we can in college everything is really situational in the real world and so even if we give you examples or case studies it's going to be unique to the situation in the context you're in so maybe give like the top three conversations you've had to have or decisions you've had to make so the big three i would have to say is um pricing equipment choices and just functionality of the weight room so that kind of consisted of how many kids do we want to be able to work out at one time in one room and how can we purchase the most amount equipment for the lowest price in order to run the weight room efficiently so that's kind of connecting those three together um so there's a lot of measuring a lot of different layouts that we um, played around with a lot of scratching on random paper just drawing random things a lot of researching different types of weight room layouts different companies different brands prices for equipment we knew for a fact that a lot of our smaller equipment was in good shape so the big things we're gonna have to do is our racks what are we gonna want double-sided racks we're gonna go on single-sided racks do we want them in the middle do we want them on the sides where the platform's going to go and what we choose, are we going to be able to run, say, like um, 50 to 60 kids in that weight room at one time and finish a workout within one hour? So it was a lot of like playing around and asking the kids like what they thought, um, their thoughts and opinions on what they wanted the weight room to be. And then having having a big group in the weight room and just setting up different types of workouts, different programming to make sure that their each station runs efficiently and there's a good flow through each one of those stations. So it was a lot of trial and error through the last couple months in our current weight room um, and just trying to just create the best layout for the new weight room has been the top thing right now. So that's where she's at currently. <laughs> um, we're going to do some episodes later that will go over some more specifics to the facility and the developments and um, kind of, I'm sure each time we'll talk to her, there'll be something new going on with it because a lot's moving in a short yes, amount of time. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and we'll dive in a little bit later too. What is it like to be a high school strength and conditioning coach as well? But that's all I wanted to cover for today. So thank you, Kelsey. You're welcome. <laughs>